If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Jane Pauley, and this is a special edition of Sunday Morning, our annual food issue. This week, as family and friends gather for Thanksgiving, food, of course, is the main attraction. And so it is for us this morning. The big meal we'll serve Thursday is especially beloved because it's so rooted in tradition. But as David Pogue will explain, elsewhere in the food world, it's all about the search for what's new, and different. Our tastes in food are always changing. Ever eat a pine tree? We see a big trend in heat. People are just craving it. Less additives, pure ingredients. Mushrooms are really having a moment right now. Who determines the hot new trends in food? And who turns the trends into food you can buy? Coming up on Sunday morning. You may know the popular TV series, The Bear, for its colorful cast. But Tracy Smith tells us the hit series features an equally prominent and beefy co-star. What may be Chicago's most beloved sandwich. We're down six sausage pepper, five greens, and a ravioli. Let's go. The TV show about a Chicago beef joint is pure fiction. Hands, please! Here's a Polish and a monster but it's based on a real-life place where the food is pure heaven. Later on Sunday morning, have we got a 
meaty story for you. I need hands. Thank you. <laughs> and there's much more on our menu. You might say from soup to nuts. Make that from sardines to pawpaws on our Sunday morning food issue. And we'll be right back. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. As we gear up for the big Thanksgiving meal, we may experiment with a new dish or two or try a twist on an old one. But if you're a food maker, that's standard practice all year long. David Pogue tells us about the tastemakers tempting America's palate. Since the dawn of dinner, food fads have formed and fizzled. Mm, Mother Murphy, lucky me. My wife uses Swanson TV turkey dinners. But who's behind them? Would they ever come to you and say, hey, you're the trend people. What should we be developing for market next year? That's what they do all the time. Sherry Fry is an insights executive at Nielsen IQ in Chicago, a spinoff from the Nielsen TV ratings company. She analyzes the public's food purchases and spots the trends. These days, here's the big one. Consumers are savvier than ever about what they're putting in their bodies and the impact that it has on their health, but also the health of the planet overall. Not all of the trends will strike you as obvious, like the spike in mushrooms. We're seeing this in beverages. We're seeing it in baked goods, shiitake salad dressing. And sea vegetables. It's time to eat more kelp. Kelp burgers and just a variety of seaweed chips and snacks that we're finding. And ingredients thought to lower your stress levels, like ashwagandha. So it's possible that in 2024, I might see a favorite sports drink now with ashwagandha. You already do. <laughs> yes. When a food company embraces a trend by introducing a new product, here's a big secret. Sometimes they outsource the recipe. I would imagine that DiGiorno or Mrs. Fields has their own chefs, but obviously you're helping them out. Sometimes they're trying to get into new space and they don't know quite how to do that. And they'll come and ask for our help. Why? Because it's often more efficient just to hire Matson a food development lab near San Francisco. Yeah, this is the greatest hits hall. Katie Hagen is Matson's Insights executive. But how does Matson know where tastes are going? By watching the young people. If you ask a Gen Z what's their favorite food, what are they going to say? Mexican. Mexican. And then second is Chinese. Yeah. 
And you also have a rising Hispanic population in the United States, which feeds into the desire for Latin cuisines as well. On the day we visited, Matson scientists were working on a new line of protein-infused coffee. All right, we are starting with pH formulation A. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of trial and error. And keto empanadas, meaning low-carb, high-fat. Their first attempt wasn't a hit. Okay, first of all, it's a little mushy. Bad. It's a little mushy. We weren't able to get to the right type of dough. Six months later. My colleague here has conducted over a hundred different formulas to get to this. That's really good. What am I missing because it's keto? Hopefully nothing. <laughs> well, I know about you, but I smell hit. Matson client, Lance Lively, works for a precision fermentation startup. He and Matson innovation chief, Barb Stuckey, served me breakfast. We are working on the future of food. Are you telling me this is not real eggs? The egg that you're eating right now does in fact contain real egg protein, but here's the thing, the egg protein did not come from a chicken. Nobody in a million years would say this didn't come from an egg. Our egg protein comes from yeast. No cholesterol and no saturated fats. So why don't we want the actual chicken eggs? The way that we need to think about producing food in the future has to change. We're going to have too many humans on Earth, and we're not going to have enough land, we're not going to have enough water. And so we're able to produce completely indistinguishable products at a fraction of the sustainability impact. The goal for a new product is awareness and memorability. That's what Campbell's soups are. Mm-mm good. You know, mm-mm good. Memorable. Finally, before a new food can become a hit, it has to be advertised. We have our awards. Andrew Swinnand is the CEO of Leo Burnett in Chicago, the agency behind some of history's most famous ad campaigns. They're great! Leo Burnett came up with their great... From the valley of the jolly... Oh, oh, oh. Green giant. Jolly green giant. So some of the most iconic characters in the industry. So let's say I've invented a new keto mushroom-based lemonade, and I want to hire you. Decades ago, you would do a TV ad and run it, and you'd be able to reach 50% of the U.S. Today, a lot of it is social. He means social media. These days, you have to generate buzz online. It can be difficult to navigate. For example, to promote bare-naked granola, the agency mapped trails that are friendly to naked hikers. Bear peach check means friendly. That must have worked on social. Incredibly <laughs> successful. And so, in the new year, the tastemakers will be giving us food that's healthier and better for the planet, more Mexican and Asian food, and... It is in products across the store. According to Nielsen IQ's Sherry Fry, more pumpkin spice. This is a 20-year trend. But it actually looks like it's still going up. When does it peak? We're asked this every year about what's happening with pumpkin spice. I think we're all wondering if, if there'll ever be a point that it'll peak. <laughs> Would someone years. explain this? CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Lee Cowan is sampling some hot trends in barbecue with flavors from lands far from our shores. She is perhaps one of the lesser-known ancient Egyptian goddesses. Her name is Hasat. Depicted as a cow, she was worshipped as the goddess of nourishment. So perhaps it's not that much of a surprise that a cow goddess and barbecue would eventually meet. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) This is KG Barbecue in Austin, Texas. The rice bowl is a great introduction. Where pitmaster Kareem Al-Gayesh has blended the flavors of ancient Egypt with an age-old cowboy tradition. It's a combo I've never heard of before. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen pomegranate seeds Mm -hmm. on barbecue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) His presentation is as unique as the taste. Each dish looks like a landscape, painted with the vibrant colors of the Middle East. Meats of all sorts, including lamb and kofta sausages, are seasoned with cumin, coriander, and turmeric. My goal was to present something that looks familiar, but then you go and try it, and it's an explosion of flavors. Kareem first came to Texas from Cairo on a whim. I mean, I know Western movies, I know cowboys, I know country (laughs) music. He never tasted Texas barbecue, but when he did, recreating it for himself became his life's work. Sounds like you became a little obsessed with figuring out how to do it. Just a little bit, yeah. Just a little bit. He was a finance executive back in Cairo, where in his spare time he would go searching for a cut of brisket to try his hand at his newfound love. I would go with the cow chart, you know, on my phone. This is where the brisket is. Can you cut it? (laughs) Ten years after his very first taste of Texas barbecue, Kareem opened his own food truck. And within months, his Egyptian-style barbecue had earned a nomination for a prestigious James Beard Award. Don't ask me how. (laughs) I think it's beautiful. I think it's like a work of art. I can't wait to eat this. I really think a lot of the immigrants who are coming to Texas specifically see barbecue as a way, like a palate, to bring the flavors of, of their culture uh, to the forefront. That's Daniel Vaughn, the highly influential barbecue editor for Texas Monthly. We got crispy pig skin right here. We found him at the magazine's annual barbecue fest in Lockhart this month. Oh, that's the good sound right there. Hovering around a whole pig being prepared by Don Nguyen along with his brother Theo, started a Vietnamese-style pop-up in Houston called Koi Barbecue. So what I'm kind of doing on top is just a little uh, fried onion oil. This dish, for example, offers pork shoulder on a bed of vermicelli noodles, then flavored with a Vietnamese fish sauce. This is spot on right here. You ever tasted anything like this? No. Man. That's unique. I see people who sort of rail against the idea of all these changes in Texas barbecue. But when you sit them down with that plate in front of them, they're rarely arguing about whether it's good or not, right? (laughs) They're certainly lining up at this Asian-styled Texas smokehouse called Kamuri Tatsuya, 
also in Austin. Probably the best one. Chef Tatsu Aikawa is Tokyo-born, but he's Texas-raised. So he doesn't see his barbecue as some kind of trendy fusion. To him, it's just as natural as pairing salt and pepper. What I make is, it just comes through me, you know, as an experience. That's why I don't like to use the word fusion, you know what I mean? I think, to me, like, it's, it's deeper than that. He, too, has been racking up awards for items like his barbecue bento box. Diners can take brisket, put it on a bed of rice and garlic, wrap it in nori, and then just eat it like a hand roll. Good. Then there's this hugely popular ramen dish where barbecue brisket is served atop thick, slurp-worthy noodles, accompanied with a pork bone broth for is. dipping. It kind of creates this thickness where it kind of coats the whole noodle. Texas barbecue is almost perfect, you know, to its yeah. form. And I respect it. So to me, I'm just creating vehicle to, to showcase and highlight. I'm not trying to alter what it is. These are about maybe six, seven hours in. Neither is Karim El Gayesh. I'm just someone that followed my brain, you know, I'm like, this is what I want to do, so I'm just going to do it. Follow your heart, I guess. Yeah, follow my heart, too. Exactly, follow my heart. He just got his U.S. citizenship this year, and so now he proudly wears an American flag on his barbecue apron, right next to his Egyptian pendant. A Texan by way of Cairo, who just put a few more notches in the nation's barbecue belt. I love introducing people to Egypt and its food and its culture. Uh, and it's a great way to do it through Texas barbecue. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All through the morning, Serena Ultra will be sampling some tools of the trade indispensable to cooks across America. She starts us off on the cutting edge. For Quentin Middleton, a meal is only as good as the tools used to make it. My knives are very nimble and thin. So it zips right through the food like a Ferrari. About 50 miles north of Charleston, Middleton crafts chef's knives by hand, a precise process that can take over eight hours and involves everything from forging metal to fine-tuning handles. A Middleton-made knife can cost up to $2,500. Each knife decides what it wants to wear. Um, so if I'm pouring myself into a knife and I'm putting everything into my, my thoughts, my feeling, my love, that item needs to tell me, okay, I want a green handle, I want a blue handle. Middleton's love for knives started at the swing set. And I would take a cinder block and a hammer and flatten the tubing on the, on the swing set and that would be my sword. Taking his skills from playground to professional, 
you might say happened overnight. What was the dream? So it, it was, I know it was the Holy Spirit was telling me, as plain as day, make chef knives. And I said, okay, I love making knives. Middleton went to work and found customers in top chefs like James Beard award-winning. It's thin. Kwame Anwachi. The weight distribution is beautiful. So when you're holding it, it feels like you're in control. The grip also, it contours with your hand. A feeling that's worth the sharp cost. He's caring throughout the process of the knife on how it looks, how it actually like works in the kitchen. Quinton Middleton is on the cutting edge and he intends to stay there for a while. My dream from day one was always to breathe life back into my community and be able to provide jobs. It started with somebody ideal. Why can't it start with me one knife at a time? There's a character in a popular TV series, unquestionably on a roll. It's a delicious specialty sandwich. And Tracy Smith tells us it's the talk and taste of Chicago. We're down six sausage pepper, five Greeks, and a ravioli. Let's go. Last year, the FX series The Bear exploded off TV screens and into the hearts of foodies everywhere. I'm waiting on those peppers, chef. It's about an award-winning chef who comes back to run a Chicago sandwich stand after a death in the family. Sydney, head in the game, are you kidding me? Are you? But it's really about how brutally hard it is to run a restaurant. Yes, lower your voice, please. Thank you. So sorry, guys, thank you for your patience. The crazy sandwich shop is fiction, but it's inspired by something you can actually touch and eat. All right, buddy, what can we get you? Let me get uh, four beef. This is Mr. Beef. Juicy? Yes, sir. The place was both the inspiration for the bear. Here's a Polish and a monstick. And the place where they shot the pilot. Walking in here is like stepping into the show. Hot beef, buddy. Hot beef. And for the hardcore Italian beef eaters who line up day after day, it does not disappoint. <laughs> With a technique that took him 30 years to perfect, sandwich maker Freddie McGroom is poetry in motion. He literally flings the beef into a sliced roll and then dunks the whole thing in the pan juices so there's not a dry bite in the house. Then it gets a few peppers and a double wrap in wax paper to keep it all together. There you go. Until you can make it back to the elegant dining room, find a seat, and devour. Oh yeah, it's messy, but people come from all over for this, and I mean all over. I'm not a great meat lover, and I ate so much, literally in about 30 seconds. It, he's never seen me devour a sandwich that, yeah. like I did. I'm afraid to say yeah. it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Seems it's always been that way. The first Italian beef is said to have been invented in the early 1900s by Italian immigrants who would make a cheaper cut of meat more palatable by roasting it, slicing it thin, and serving it up on Italian bread. Chicago native Joe Zaccaro started Mr. Beef in 1979 as a sandwich stand with a tiny kitchen and a tiny menu, 
And in 44 years, neither has changed that much. In fact, the biggest change to Mr. Beef happened last March. New at 10, the founder of the River North staple, Mr. Beef, has died, according to family. Joe Zaccaro died suddenly at age 69. His son Christopher was devastated, but he stepped up to run the family business. Take time, kind of peeling this off. Which is booming now like never before. We've been very blessed here because of that show, and it's all because of that show. That show, The Bear, was created by one of Chris Zaccaro's grade school buddies, Christopher Storer. And when Zaccaro first heard about it, he scoffed. So he said to me, I'm, I'm starting to write this show, and it's, I'm, I guarantee it's going to be based on this place. And I did say condescendingly to him, I'm like, oh, I bet it'll be a big hit. You, you know, said that? I did say that. <laughs> now I'm eating my words. We got issues. This arcue was painted. The show gave Zaccaro his own shot at stardom, with a cameo opposite series lead, Jeremy Allen White. Add this. What am I, a coin star? It's like 300, 300 Gigi. plus what? But for now, he's keeping his day job. So we start off with this in the morning. And keeping right, his father's legacy alive. Each beef stand has a special ingredient they add to their Which beef. Which is? So I can't tell you what mine is. He didn't tell me, but it wasn't all that hard to guess. The secret ingredient at Mr. Beef is family. I'm blessed. I was blessed to have that man in my life. And I'm blessed with it. And I'm, that's all. Forget about all this, forget about the restaurant, whatever it was. I'm, I was just happy that that was my father. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. You guys have a good day. You too. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Jim Axelrod has the story of a lawyer with a taste for the truth. It's not giving people what they expect. His name is Spencer Sheehan. But his work has provided him with quite the catchy nickname. Most of the vanilla flavoring here was chemical. The Vanilla Vigilante. Perhaps the most prolific consumer class action attorney in the country. Sheehan is also the smokehouse sheriff. These almonds have never come within a foot of a smokehouse. And the olive oil avenger. The amount of olive oil in this is actually quite small. He carved out a unique niche suing over deceptions he says he sees in the aisles of the grocery store. Hundreds of cases in the last few years alone, including a suit against the makers of A&W root beer. They were selling a product labeled as made with aged vanilla, when in fact almost all of the flavoring in that product was not from aged vanilla or any kind of vanilla, but actually from a chemical known as ethyl vanillin. He didn't claim the chemical vanilla made the drink less healthy, 
just that consumers paid more expecting the real thing. Do you believe your clients have been harmed? They have been harmed. Now, of course, it's not, you know, a car accident. It's somebody who was misled. So there's a general federal statute that says when you sell or label food or advertise food, you have to be truthful. You can't be fraudulent and you can't be deceptive. Jacob Gerson, the director of Harvard Law School's Food Law Lab, says it's all a matter of what a reasonable consumer would believe. And that in a world of too many regulations and too few regulators to enforce them, Spencer Sheehan's lawsuits help determine that. So what do food companies think of the type of cases an attorney like Spencer Sheehan files against them? They hate them. They think they're frivolous. <laughs> they think that no reasonable consumer would actually believe the things that he's asserting they believe in these cases. One out of every four or five cases that you are filing, yes. some judge is saying there's no merit to it. And, uh, you know, I think that's quite an unfortunate thing. But are you out there pressing for some sort of justice for the consumer, or have you stumbled upon a pretty good business model? Personally, I don't think in terms of business model, I, I happen to enjoy what I do. Sheehan's cases against Blue Diamond's Smokehouse Almonds and Country Crock Plant Butter are ongoing. Those companies say all their labeling is truthful, accurate, and FDA compliant. The makers of A&W Root Beer say the same, but have agreed to settle Sheehan's case for $15 million. They say to avoid further litigation. That's a few bucks each to the plaintiffs and a few million to the lawyers. But the real-aged vanilla is no longer used. The members of the class People who get to share in the settlement, how much money did they get? They might get um, anywhere from 5 to $25, depending on their proof of purchase. The attorneys make millions. We're the, the stopgap, and, you know, after us, it's nothing. And all we're doing is just trying to hold things back a little bit, just try to, you know, make things a little bit better and to give consumers a, a little bit more transparency when it comes to what they're buying. So the windfall from the cases financially absolutely goes to the lawyers that bring them. That should make us feel a little uneasy. But compared to a world where the cases are never brought, um, I think this world looks a lot better. A world where lawsuits filed by the vanilla vigilante and others like him keep defining and refining where the line is when it comes to food producers getting us to pull their items off the shelves and into our carts. Now, is that a terrible thing? I don't think that's such a terrible thing. Because when a consumer reads vanilla, or made with vanilla, we actually want to know what most people think that means. The best world would be where people get what they think they're buying, and then eat what they think they're eating. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, 
I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. You say you're trying to eat less meat? Faith Saley knows just the place. Let's go. Thank you. <laughs> when you step inside this Atlanta-based restaurant, the greeting might catch you off guard. Hey, sluts. Yeah, you'll hear that word a lot. When people come here and they don't quite get it, how do you explain it to them? they know that we're going to call you a slut. And by slut, I mean it's a term of endearment, right? I mean that in the most respectful way. We got the biggest slut K out the building. They know that we are going to have a party with you, dance with you. So when they get here, they're not necessarily just coming for the food. They're coming for the experience. Boss, we can get a picture with Absolutely. 35-year-old Pinky Cole is the founder of the plant-based fast food chain Slutty Vegan, which she started in 2018. I've merged the two most pleasurable experiences in life, and that's sex and that's food. But then once you start peeling back the layer, you realize there's a pure intention and a mission-driven movement behind it all. That mission, she says, is to change the conversation around vegan food by making what she calls vegan comfort food more mainstream and accessible. One, you're saving the the planet, right? You're helping the carbon footprint. You're saving the animals. This is the first step to changing your consciousness about the food that you consume. Is this like a gateway into veganism? It really challenges the narrative that you cannot have good vegan food, right? Like, yes, you can. While 5% of the U.S. population is either vegan or vegetarian, Pinky hopes that her signature burgers with racy names like menage a trois and one night stand will win over meat eaters who currently make up about 70% of her customers. You cannot believe that it's vegan, that it's plant-based. You no, no, talk, no, you can't you eat keep talking. The, okay, so eat one more bite and then we gotta go to the next because you gotta taste everything. But the taste of success came with a side of uncertainty back when she was Aisha Cole growing up in Baltimore. The day that I was born, my father was sentenced to 30 years in prison. By society's standards, I'm not supposed to be here. I grew up in a single-parent household. I got kicked out of high school. Like, I am not supposed to be what you see. Her new book chronicles her improbable rise, how her first restaurant burned down and she had to start from scratch in a food truck. But her luck changed when that food truck fed a famous customer and created a viral sensation. We went and fed Snoop Dogg and the rest was history. Last month, she served up some hard-earned wisdom at her alma mater, Clark Atlanta University. It is okay to fail because failing is not failing at all. It's finding the aspiration and the losses. Got it? 
where she'd previously paid off the tuition debt of 30 students. I am now becoming the person that is giving opportunity instead of begging for one, you know, and to be able to say that is big. This fall, she made the Time 100 Next list. By her side is husband Derek Hayes, who happens to be the founder and CEO of Big Dave's Cheesesteaks. The irony, right? Like, these two things aren't supposed to go together. But that's what's good about it, because we show you from two different lenses, two different outlooks of the way we do food, and I think that's what makes it magical. And she recently brought that magic to Baltimore, her hometown, to announce a new restaurant, her 14th and counting. Are there any doctors in the audience? <laughs> Just in case I go into labor. Pinky Cole says she lives by the motto, lift as you climb. And she's doing just that, one sloppy bite at a time. You like that one night stand? <laughs> I'm aligned with my purpose when I'm eating You are aligned with your purpose. No, I like them all because of the shrimp and that one. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. On the Nintendo Switch system, you can team up with friends in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Where you can meet talking flowers. Life's full of surprises. And where piranha plants sing. <laughs> and where Mario, Luigi, and Peach turn into elephants. Wowie zowie! And where this announcer turns into a... Super tiny announcer! <laughs> That's not in the game. <clears throat> Sorry, got a little excited. Nintendo Switch, the home of Mario and friends. Game rated E for everyone. Game and systems sold separately. For many of us, tinned fish means a can of tuna in the cupboard. But there's a lot more to it than that, as we learn from Luke Can-Do Burbank. Let's start with the Deans. Let's start with the Deans. Why not? The classic tinned fish. For years, sardines have been a bit of a joke. A double, triple decker sardine and marshmallow fudge sandwich. Would you say that sardines need the most reputational repair? I think they do because Americans? of all those cartoons. But that's not how they think of them in places like Spain and Portugal, where fish in a can is something they proudly serve in restaurants, as Becca Milstein found out. I had lived abroad in Spain in college and had gone into these beautiful conserverias and saw rows and rows of beautiful tins of fish, and nothing like that exists in the U.S. Milstein wants to change that with her company, Fishwife, just one of a number of outfits hoping to convince people to spend serious money on not canned fish, but tinned fish. 
It's a little more delicate, a little more special, and a little more premium. Anna Hiesel wrote an entire cookbook about it. Well, as much as you can write a cookbook about pre-cooked fish. According to a market research company, last year, tinned fish sales rose to $2.7 billion, driven largely by younger consumers. The tinned fish hashtag on TikTok now I think has like more than 91 million views. It is a very social, very visual hobby, but there's also kind of this aha moment when you pull back the tin and you get to see the actual handiwork that went into packing all of those mussels or anchovies or sardines. That's Wes Taylor's handiwork you might be looking at, or at least the people who work in his cannery in Bay Central, Washington. The facility like ours is unique. It's crafty, it's artisanal, it's small. We're not using heavy equipment. What we're doing is focusing on highest quality and not necessarily a high volume. Becca Milstein reached out to Taylor, desperate to find someone who could put the relatively small amounts of sustainably harvested seafood that she sells sometimes down by the seashore, into cans. Give it I'm a smelling, it smells very fresh. It doesn't smell overly fishy. Yeah, so it's very, very, very simple. It's just sardines and some preserved lemons, so it's actually packed fresh and preserved in the canning process. What do you say when folks say, well, if I'm gonna pay $17 for a piece of fish, I can just go to the grocery store and buy an actual piece of fresh fish? There's so much tinned seafood now that you can buy that ironically is almost a fresher way of experiencing that seafood because sardines are fished out of the water and in some cases canned within hours. With their long shelf life, Hiesel says one way to think about tinned fish is like a nice bottle of wine you save for a special occasion. I am very excited about a tin that I just got of barnacles. They look like dinosaur legs. But seriously, is this all just a fad? Becca Milstein says no. She named her company Fishwife for the industrious, tough women who've sold fish in the past, something she's hoping to do long into the future. It's something that people have been eating for hundreds of years. So the trend that we're experiencing right now is the beginning of the new era of tinfish. Whether you're searching for a home to buy or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale, Redfin's got you covered. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and gives personalized recommendations based on the homes that you like so you can find the home that's just right for you. You can favorite homes, share listings with others, and even schedule tours with a local Redfin agent all in the app. When you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, and they know how to help you win the right home at the right price. So download the Redfin app to get started today. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery+. Many consider it the paper of record, but for more and more foodies, the New York Times is also the paper of recipes. Here's Kella Fasane. Now we're getting somewhere. When it comes to turkey, Melissa Clark is an expert. Every year I get so many emails, letters. I have to make my turkey ahead and drive it to my daughters, my, my son-in-law, my cousin, my aunt. She's an award-winning cookbook author and a food columnist at the New York Times. 
So I brought this up at one of our meetings, and my editor said, okay, go with it. Oh, yeah, look at that. That looks, oh, that looks, that looks really great. good. Ahead of Thanksgiving, she showed us her latest recipe for turkey, reheated turkey. That looks really juicy. That's great. And I'm no expert, but if you served that to me, I would have no idea that was reheated. Did you grow up cooking? I did grow up cooking. And where did the recipes come from? When I was a kid, they were Julia Child. Splattered with food. Yes. Oh my God, those cookbooks. There's like, you, they, all the pages are stuck together. You can't even open them anymore. Over the years, Clark has contributed more than a thousand recipes to the paper. The New York Times began publishing. After an investigation by the New York Times, of course, the New York Times isn't primarily known for recipes. In a bombshell report, the New York Times obtained... The story was first reported by the New York Times. The paper has nearly 10 million subscribers. But if you want all the recipes, you'll have to pay a little extra. So these days, recipes are an important part of the New York Times business model, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it is, that is true. <laughs> Emily Weinstein oversees cooking and food coverage at the Times. There are a million people who just have cooking, and there are millions more who have access to cooking because they are all in on the New York Times bundle. I see. And at a basic price of about $5 a month, that's pretty good business. <laughs> Seems that way to me. The NYT cooking app launched in 2014. The paper started charging extra for it three years later. It now lists more than 21,000 recipes, from a peanut butter and pickle sandwich to venison medallions with blackberry sage sauce. Turkey, chickpea with um, baharat. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. Dozens of recipes are added each month, and the subscribers respond, sometimes energetically. We have this enormous fire hose of feedback in the form of our comment section, right? We know right away whether or not people like the recipe, whether they thought it worked, what changes they made to it. I actually do read a lot of the notes. The bad ones, because I want to learn how to improve. Sure. You know, how to write a recipe that's stronger mm -hmm. and more foolproof. And then the good ones, because it makes me warms my heart. It's so gratifying to read that, oh my God, you know, this recipe that I put out there, it worked and people loved it and, and the meal was good. Each recipe the Times publishes must be cooked. This guy's not ready yet, so this guy needs more time. And recooked. We are on turkeys number nine and ten, by the way. Which might explain why Melissa Clark is taking this Thanksgiving off. This year I'm going to someone else's house for Thanksgiving. And they're making you a turkey? They must be nervous. Not at all. I guarantee you that home chef right now is already stressing about this. <laughs> um, he has sent me a couple of texts about it, yeah. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I've been a reporter for more than three decades, and along the way, I've been talking to myself in notebooks I've carried in my back pocket. They've captured thoughts about life, parenthood, death, friendship, and more. I'm John Dickerson, and I'd like you to join me in figuring out what these 30 years of notebooks mean 
in my new podcast, Naval Gazing. Each episode, we dig through the piles of notebooks that I've been collecting, and from their entries, try to sort out what makes a life. This collection of audio essays is available wherever you get your podcasts. As you think about dessert this holiday season, why not choose one that does the work for you? What is it? It's a bunt. A bun? Bunt. There's a hole in this cake. What is a bunt pan? It's a baking pan with a hole in the middle. It's got a nice design around the outside, and the inside hole allows the heat to get to the center of the cake. You don't have to be a fancy baker to bake a fancy cake. Buy a bunt pan, and it's all decorated and ready to go. Susan Brust and David Dahlquist should know. For them, it's a family recipe. They're the children of the Bunt's founders, H. David and Dottie Dahlquist, who developed the first pan here at Nordicware in Minneapolis. They were tasked with recreating bakeware used for the Kugelhof, a traditional European ring-shaped cake with a hole. The Dahlquists reimagined the design and its name. Originally, the word was Bunt. In German, Bund refers to a gathering. The D in German is pronounced like a T, and so my father decided to put the T after the D, so he spelled it B-U-N-D. Tea. 75 million bunts have been sold since the bunt birth in 1950. But its circle of fans grew after it was featured in the 1966 Pillsbury Bake Off. Nowadays, the bunt comes in all shapes and sizes, and there's an abundance of uses beyond cake. This is an example of a one-pan meal in a bunt pan. Jenny Dahlquist is part of the third generation baking the bunt. There are carrots and potatoes in the bottom of there, and you literally put the chicken on top of the cone, which funnels the heat up into the chicken. But however you use the bunt, Susan Brust is sure you'll treasure it forever. It's one of those iconic things that is multi-generational. Everybody's got a good story about it. It's something you'll pass on to your children, and they'll pass on to their children. Thank you for listening. Please join us when our trumpet sounds again next Sunday morning. If you like CBS Sunday Morning with Jane Polly, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Brighten your mornings with CBS News Sunday morning merchandise from ParamountShop.com. 
Shop mugs, sweatshirts, and t-shirts to start your mornings with style. Take 20% off at checkout with code SUNDAY20 at ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all CBS News Sunday morning products with code SUNDAY20 at ParamountShop.com.